Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So I was reminded this week of something I used to use in the classroom to ensure that each student had what I like to refer to as equal airtime. So what I basically mean about equal airtime is that everyone is given the chance to have their voice heard, to offer input, to ask a question, to come up with an idea, okay? And I don't mean that it's going to be perfectly equal because that's really hard to achieve or to attain. However, I didn't want a student to leave my class and feel like they hadn't had a turn, right? So I remember going to a conference. I learned this little little tip and I just loved it so much. You get two cups and in the first cup, you have a popsicle stick for every single kid in your class. And in a black Sharpie, I love black Sharpies, I would, at the beginning of the school year, I would write every single kid's name on a popsicle stick and it would go in the cup. And then there was a second cup, identical to the first, that would just literally stack underneath the first cup when we weren't using it. And here's what would happen. So at the beginning of every school day, I would... Um, all the sticks would be back in the cup without looking. I would pick a name and let's say I picked Parker. So Parker would be in charge of the cup for the day. So what Parker would do, he would take the cups. They would stay on his day all day long. He would have the full cup and then he would have the empty cup. And every single time I asked him to pull a name, he would pull a name. He'd read the kid's name for me and then it would go in the empty cup. And then obviously, once every stick had been cycled through, then we would start all over again. And it was random order. And here's why I used it. First of all, it kept the kids on their toes because they never knew when their name was going to be called. They had no idea because it was completely random. It allowed every kid to feel as if they mattered the same, as if they were equally important. And they were. It gave every kid the chance to be listened to the same amount, to have my eyes on them the same amount in the class, okay? And there was a lot of agency built into that system because what I didn't like to do is call on someone and if they didn't know the answer, um, I wasn't a fan of public shaming. Like, it just doesn't work. It shuts people down. It puts you into a stress response that never serves anyone. So I would always preface it with, hey, if you would care to answer, what would you, what do you think about this, right? What it also did is it kind of took the anxiety level down in the, in the room because kids weren't, like, shouting out answers. They didn't have their hands in the air all the time, um, trying to get attention, grasping, hustling. It, it totally disappeared, all of that. And... It was more of an invitation. That's how I kind of put it. I was inviting everyone to have equal airtime. Whether or not they chose to take it was up to them, right? And it got me really thinking about how that same concept shows up in our lives. And I'll, I'll share um, another example of something that I experienced that's related. So a few years ago, I invested a lot of money in a mastermind for life coaches on, you know, building your business. And 
oh boy, like I did, I learned so much in that mastermind. Of course I did. Would I go back and say I would do it again? No, I would not. But do I look at the, um, experiences mistake? Not a chance. So many, so many takeaways. I will tell you though, that one of the things that annoyed me in the mastermind was this. So keep in mind this whole like equal airtime thing, the sticks, all the things. Well, I believe that we all respond to things differently, right? There are certain people when prompted with a question or a challenge, they know in their gut right away what they would do, what they would say. They are also sometimes the people who are super, super quick with answers. Fantastic. There are other people though, however, that are processors who really need to think things through, right? And I kind of vacillate between the two. It really, really depends. There are still others who maybe don't have the same level of comfort speaking up in class. And so if they're always racing the same people who are really, really fast to like have a minute to have some airtime at all, that's really not going to benefit them. That's either going to make them feel anxious and hustly, or it's going to kind of shut them down even more and just say, why even bother? I'm just not even going to, I'm not going to get a turn. It annoyed me that the teacher didn't manage that airtime. And there were a couple of people in that mastermind who, I mean, really like looking back now, for lack of a better word, they kind of hogged the time. They kind of stole time from other people. And when that was brought to the teacher's attention, she got very defensive about it and basically went into this diatribe about how she was the one in her mastermind too, who, you know, who, you know, didn't feel anything about, you know, interrupting and taking all the time and, and all the things. And, you know, consequently she's so successful now in her business. And I remember just hearing that and just going, yeah, not really feeling it. Not really feeling it. Here's the other thing it reminds me of. I know I watch Bachelor. I know, what can you do? Shoot me, think less of me, but it's just pure entertainment. I'm always fascinated to watch how the get a chance to talk to him whole scenario plays out because there's so, obviously, so much drama and all that. There are the girls who play the victims and wah, 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 I never have time to talk to him. There are the girls who kind of take on more of the villainous persecutorial role where they're always taking other people's time. And then there's the rescuers who are trying to get the victims more time and, and you know, trying to like vilify the girls who take all the time. And so it really just get got me thinking, right? What happens when we try to usurp the time of others? Is, are we stealing time? Like I had that thought about the classmates stealing time from everybody else, right? No one else got the same opportunity. Or is that just me in the victim mindset myself? And so let's break this down. Let me ask you a few questions here. Can you think of a time where you felt like you didn't get equal airtime? And here's how you're going to know this. You experienced this. It is very likely that you used the words, this isn't fair, right? Fair. And that may be a trigger for you. And it can be a trigger for me at times. I might find myself saying, well, that's not fair. I feel like I, I feel like that was handled unfairly. That's going to be your tip off, right? And how do you tend tend to react or to respond when you believe that you've been treated unfairly? Do you strive and hustle and grasp to get your fair share? 
Do you shut down and retreat and take flight? Do you go into people pleasing? Hopefully that, hoping that way you'll earn your equal airtime or your fair share. It's worth getting curious about. All right, my friends, as always, I am deeply grateful that you're here today. Have an intoxicating rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow. With you. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.